Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles, and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Well, hey there, artist, and welcome back to another episode of the Natalie Parker Studio podcast. I'm so honored that you're here with me today to unpack this topic of creating when we're grieving. Now, this is a topic that can be quite sensitive, but it's something that we really need to talk about because I feel as artists, we are such beautiful people. We have these huge hearts. We feel on a level that is so deep and so raw, and that is our superpower, and I love that. But at the same time, it means that when we process loss, when we process grief, we feel it quite deeply and as a result it can make it incredibly hard to go back into our studio to create because we create out of who we are and when we're not well when we're hurting it's very hard to outpour of something that we don't currently feel and I also wanted to talk about this today because there's two reasons One is that it is the Are You Okay Day here in Australia. Now this is, I don't usually get on the back of a lot of initiatives, but this is something that I feel is so incredibly important, especially with the whole mental health issue that has just escalated since 2020. Or maybe it's be- we've become more aware of it since 2020 and it's actually become a topic, which is probably a whole nother podcast But I feel that sometimes we feel, as women, that we don't have time to grieve. We have businesses to build, jobs to go to, families to care for, everyone else to care for and nurture, because most of us creatives are natural-born nurturers. Yet, when we're not filling our own cup, we can get so drained and so burnt out and the grief process can just continue and continue on so what I love about the are you okay day is it's just opening up that opportunity and I feel it's really important that we actually ask people if they're okay and have be ready for the answer to be able to help them the other reason I want to bring this up is because this I've seen a lot of the artists that I coach and mentor going through this right now and you know they'll be like oh I'm grieving the loss of you know someone close to them has passed or they may you know that people could be going through divorce they could be going through um, you know a whole lot of life things that happen and they're like I'm grieving how do I create I want to get into my studio and there's this push and this pull of I need to allow myself to grieve, but I'm an artist and I need to be producing. So I really wanted to bring some 
understanding to this process as well as some of my advice that I would give you because without getting too deep into um, our personal situation, this year has probably been, well it has been, the hardest year that I have personally been through in terms of um, grieving, in terms of my mindset, in terms of walking through depression and a whole lot of things that have that have happened. So my husband and I have been going through infertility for five years now and it's like this constant grinding on you that just wears you down. <laughs> it really, really challenges you and you grieve for the loss of the life you thought you had or would have. You grieve for the loss of the children that you thought you would have um you grieve for your grandchildren it's it's just so so full of emotion and a lot of stuff and I feel I'll, I'll probably you know one day talk about it a lot more and again that's another topic I feel like as women we don't talk about and I really don't know why <laughs> but there's just a lot to unpack there but yeah we've you know we started on some things this year that haven't worked We've had to deal with loss and I have found myself having the same questions that my students had. How do I go into my studio and create when my heart hurts, when I struggle to get out of bed, where I I just can't do it, you know? And so I want to give you what I've learned and what I'm doing to navigate this season. And I feel like it's not, you know, like we go through grief in all these different levels. The older we get, <laughs> the more that we experience life, the more we'll grieve, the more people we will lose. My family, um, my parents are at, a, at another season in their life where I've just recently lost an uncle, yesterday actually, um, and then I lost one two weeks ago. I lost another one last year who was the youngest who just dropped dead of a heart attack at 66. Um, my grandmother passed. There were all these things that happened. We were in COVID. We couldn't go home to the funerals and grieve. There's a lot of stuff um, that I'm navigating, but this is what I'm doing to help go through the process. So it is my experience and take with it what you will, but I just love to share so that I can help you. So the first thing that I would give you, I've got seven tips here. Well, tips sounds really horrible to say when we're talking about creating through through grief. Seven little warm heart felt pillars of what could help you. <laughs> That's a long word. Okay, number one is to acknowledge your grieving. And you're like, well, Nat, yeah, I know I am. <laughs> like I'm grieving. That's why I'm listening to this podcast. But are you really? Have you actually just said to yourself, you know what, I'm grieving and just sit with it. Now, this has been the first year where I have had to put my hand up and say that I'm not okay and get counselling and that's something I never thought I would do. But it got to the point where I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I actually remember the first situation with my counsellor, well, the first meeting, and I was just like, I wanted the magic bullet, you know, this is now, I just want to get from point A to Z as fast as I can. I'm like, can you just, just give me a tip, just give me something to flick that switch in my brain so I can feel better, 
so that I don't have these really, you know, these thought patterns that keep going around. Give me the circuit breaker. What can I do? Um, and her advice to me was, as I was thinking about going through grief and, you know, how it changes your vision of what the future could look like and you don't have all the answers, you don't know when you're going to get through the grief, you don't know when things are going to get better, you have no control and I think that's the biggest thing was just to sit with the thing of I don't know and to be okay with that, like I don't know what's going to happen, I don't know and being like, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay to sit in my grief and just to allow it to process because I feel like when we feel like we need to just get through it really quickly, we end up putting so much more pressure on ourselves and making it worse. So first of all, just acknowledge that you're grieving and it's okay to be in that season. Number two is to give yourself permission to stop creating. Because here's, here's the challenge, right? Like I mentioned before, we often create out of who we are. When I'm feeling happy, when I'm whole, when, you know, life's good, I can go into my studio, I can pump out a lot of work, uh, whether it's creating, I can go and batch a whole lot of podcasts, I can get on the, you know, things with my students be really live and bubbly and just go, go, go. But when I'm grieving, it's really hard to even sometimes get out of bed, let alone go into my studio, pick up my brush and work on it, you know, producing, you know, this amazing work for, for sale or whatever or building my business. Now, fortunately, and this is what I encourage my students in the art business program, I have built up systems in my business where... I have multiple income streams and if you are grieving this is great because it allows you that time to take time to grieve <laughs> which is a process in itself but give yourself permission to stop creating you know like I have students in my in my community they're like I don't know how to create and I'm like well you can't because you're hurting and that's okay and so if you need someone to give you that permission, if you are a taskmaster, taskmaster like I am, <laughs> I just love to push and push myself and feel like I can't take time off, something I've had to learn incredibly this year, I'll give you permission to not create. And that's the first thing I say to my students because they have to pull that pressure off. The third little nugget that I have for you is to start really slow, to start gently. It could simply be you walk into your studio and you don't have a breakdown <laughs> or you go in there and, you know, rather than going in there thinking you need to finish off this work and start this next project, you might just like move a few things around in your studio or tidy it up or you might get out a bit of paper and you might make a couple of marks and that's simply it and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm done. But just start, start somewhere, but start slowly. Okay, you have to be really, really gentle with yourself in this season. Number four, and I love Emily Jeffords for this hashtag and her, her process of do it for the process. Now, this is something that I still have to learn personally. Um, I am a very goal-orientated person. 
But this year has been, despite the challenges, has also been one of tremendous growth and beauty. And the fact that I am learning to enjoy the process of creating. And for you, as you're grieving, you don't need that pressure of creating a finished artwork or producing a whole lot of work for an exhibition or creating prints or doing all these other things that I encourage my students in the art business program to do. Okay, absolutely. But when you're grieving, you just need to do it for the process and use the creative process as a way to heal. Get those emotions out because if you don't, they're going to come out some other way. And art, art therapy is so beautiful and such a healing process. You can just, you know, go and create something, create some angry marks, create some soft marks, stab your canvas if you want to, flick the water everywhere, you know, all around, put something up on, on your wall and just go to town and create big marks. Do whatever you can to get those emotions out of you, to process what you're thinking. We all process grief and loss in a different way. But I feel as creatives, I've processed a lot through my artwork, more than I even realized. <laughs> you can basically, well, I can look at my work over the years and be reminded of the seasons I was going through, either by the style of the work or often by the titles <laughs> that I put on my work and the seasons that I'm going through. So just do it for the process. The process in itself is so so beautiful and so uh, therapeutic. My fifth little nugget for you is to try something new. Now, this is what I'm currently doing at the moment because I've experienced a loss and I am going through a process of, I don't want to be reminded <laughs> of all my other past work. Um, love it, but I'm just like, I won't I just want something new. I just, I need something new. So I have reshifted my whole studio around. I used to have my studio and my office in the same room. I've put them in completely different rooms. So now my studio is just my sanctuary. It's where I go and I am just going in there to create now. No pressure, no exhibitions, not producing to sell just going in there to work through what I need to work through and in trying something new for me that could be trying a new color palette it could be working even bigger than I've ever worked it could be rather than sitting down standing up and creating this work it can be exploring abstraction even more so than I ever have and just going I don't know what I'm painting I don't know what I'm creating but I'm just I go in and I just make marks and I get out paint and I splash it around and I just let what happens will happen. The other thing you could try is if you're reminded of your grief when you're going back to your original work is to go take a class. Um, and it could be that if you're a painter, and I'd love to do this actually, is to go do a ceramics class or sculpture or glass blowing. Or, you know, you could go do some life drawing classes. Or if you work in acrylics and you want to go switch to watercolors, switch it up. It's going to create this whole new 
I don't know what they call them, <laughs> uh, things in your brain <laughs> that show you that this is new and this is okay and this is safe and this is different and it will be less likely to trigger things for you. Number six is to nurture yourself. So I mentioned that we are natural born nurturers, something that I'm learning more and more about in myself as a natural born, just want to help everyone, save everyone. And as great as that is, it can also go to the other extreme where you sacrifice yourself, whether it be financially, whether it be your energy, uh, your time, to the point where you, you're left empty. So when you're grieving, a lot of your energy is simply trying to keep your brain alive. <laughs> like You're just trying to keep those positive vibes going. You're trying to go through that process and you need to take care of yourself. You need to give yourself time to take a nap if you need to, to sleep in, if you're fortunate enough to do so, to go for walks, to stop uh, being so productive. So for me, you know, there was a season where every walk, I was walking every day, I had business podcasts and it was just bang, 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 information, information, overload and I was a season of growth in my business and I loved it. But lately, sometimes I don't put anything in my ears when I go for a walk or instead of podcasts where I'm such a high achiever and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go do this in my business, I'll just listen to music and chill out. Or it could be that you, you know, if, if you don't buy yourself the best food, like as an example, you know, like if you feel like you're giving to everyone else all the time and, you know, you're just like taking second, second best, then how about you go out and take yourself out, you know, go buy that nice meal that you want or that nice outfit that you want, go get a massage, take a bath, you know, some of these things when I used to hear people say this, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cheesy, but I don't know, I think it's the older we get, the more we realise the beautiful pleasures that life, that life has. It could be just simply sitting outside and letting the sun, which has this beautiful healing power, heal you. Just sit in the sun, get that vitamin D up. Again, it's going to help boost your mood. Go and talk to someone <laughs> if you're up for talking to someone. Hang around kids. They're the best at just being so positive about life. Watch a funny movie. Watch a series on Netflix that's a really good comedy. I love Miranda. <laughs> some of you may or may not, but when I was going through some stuff, I watched the whole thing <laughs> and because it just made me happy and I needed to laugh and I needed to process so nurture yourself look after yourself and the seven little nugget that I have when you are going through grief and you're juggling creativity and grieving is to ask for help if you need it now like I said I myself have done this this year and I've really valued it and it was a huge hurdle to even ask for help. But if you're in that situation where you're struggling and you're just like, I just want to talk to someone, then find someone. There's lots of stuff online that can help you. You don't even need to like go to counsellors anymore, <laughs> like to their offices and sit on the couch, although that would be really cool. Um, you don't need to do that. You can talk to them on the phone like I do. You don't even need to, you know, you can do Zooms if you want to talk to them. Uh, you can text people as well. There's so much stuff out there that's available for you. But yeah, I hope that this hasn't, well, it probably has been deep and meaningful. That's what I, that's what I do. But 
Creating through grief is, it's hard. And I feel like at the start of our grief, we, getting into our studio is just like hard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really hard to do so. And so, look, like I said, acknowledge, first of all, that you're grieving. Number two is to give yourself permission to stop creating. If you don't, won't give yourself permission, I give you permission. Number three is to start gently going back into your studio, doing what you can, even if it's just standing in your space. Number four is to do it for the process rather than producing an end product. Number five is to try something new. Number six is to nurture yourself. And number seven is to ask for help if you need it. So I hope that you've enjoyed this. I hope this is giving you something to work through. If you're grieving, I feel for you. I share your grief. I know it is hard. And I know that, you know, people always say time heals all wounds and things get better. And yeah, sometimes they do. But I do feel like sometimes we carry scars. And life has become this process of joy and grief can coexist in the same space and I did a series of work on this last year and it's a something that I never thought you could happen like how can you be so incredibly sad and grieving but then so joyful in other elements of your life and I think life is about learning to to navigate those conflicting emotions and being kind to ourselves, being kind to those around us when we're grieving is easier. <laughs> That's not sometimes not always easy. But nurture yourself, take care of yourself and know that you're not going to lose your creativity while you grieve. It's always going to be there and it's always going to be something that you can come back to. So if you've loved this episode, um, you don't have to share it. You're grieving, you know. <laughs> you don't have to share it or write a review or do whatever, but just let me know um, that this has helped you or not. Just take that advice and roll with it. And if you know someone, another artist who's going through grief, then share this with them. All right. Okay, lovelies, I will be back next week for another episode. I'll see you then.